Grace Vine, cheat codes. We got the whole crew here, y'all. When they get on, hello. you'll see, hello, hello, hello. It's, it's gonna be like, just because there's a couple of you, it's gonna take a second for y'all to pop up. Okay, now you're all there. Hello, welcome. There we go. There you go. We're here. I feel like, oh, there you're, I was gonna say someone was, all right. All right, I'm gonna have you guys introduce yourself. Do you see the little screen at the top of the zoo? Like, so you can see where you are. I'm gonna have you guys introduce yourselves. Perfect. I'm Bryce. I am Trevor. Yo, it's Matt. You're on mute. To take your mute off. Kevin, are you muted? Oh, Kevin. Oh, I'm Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, that's what I'm here for is to, you know, keep you all on track um well you guys i'm so excited to have all of you on this is like incredible first of all i think this is the most amount of like people group that we've had on so hello welcome welcome to that we've never had like this many people on different zooms where is everyone is everyone in la i'm in yes. la yeah i'm in LA. portland right now my family oh you're in portland great city by the way yeah it's a good one it's a good one all right, I was going to actually move to Portland at one point in my career. I got offered a morning show hosting job, and then I didn't. I stayed in New York because that was my dream and blah, blah, blah. But I still, like, always wonder what would have happened if I would have moved to Portland, you know? Yeah, it's a great city. It's really it's nice. Have you visited city. before? I have one time, but it was so long ago. Like, Portland, I mean, I want to say at this point is probably 15 years ago, and Portland has changed so much since then. It has, um, and it's crazy right now with all the – fires and riots and all sorts of I know, crazy stuff. I know, and like but... the protesting that's happening. I have a couple friends that live there. I don't know. I just, sorry, you guys. I don't mean to go on a tangent, but I freaking just, it's a city that I just love. Like for a long time, it was Nashville. And now like Portland has become like my new like go-to. I got to get up there, especially right, you know, as things get a little bit better. Um, All right. I got to ask, and Bryce, I'm going to start with you. Can you tell me how this collab came together? I'm so curious how you guys all got together and got this song going. Oh, I should tell people, you guys have a song together. That's why you're on together. In Ooh. case you all didn't know. That's why Bryce Vine and Chico's are on together because they have a, a collab out. The song is called Stay. Great track, um, by the way. I feel like Thank that's you. like top 40 radio, like ready to go. So label, get that shit going. Um hoping for. I mean, it sounds like, when I heard the song, I was like, oh, this is like a radio, like this is radio. Um, great track. So Bryce, why don't you tell me how you guys kind of got together, how this all came up, how you and Chico's decided to collab? Uh, so we've all wanted to do a song together for a while. I met these guys over 10 years ago, um, like before they were cheat codes and before anyone knew who Bryce Fine was. And last summer I was in Miami with a couple guys that I write with. We were sent out there by the label for like five days to go write music in our little Airbnb. Four days in, we hadn't done any of it. Like we had just gone out and eaten food and partied and met people. And we were like, shoot, we should probably have something to bring to the label because they partially paid for this trip. So like 5 a.m. in the morning, the day before we're supposed to leave, my buddy JP just gets on the little crappy mic that we have in the Airbnb and he's like, you know I gotta leave, but I wanna stay. And I'm like, take another shot for the memory. And somehow like, we finished that whole hook that night, woke up the next day and missed our flight. And we're like, okay, now this song actually makes sense. 
We stayed for like two extra days in Miami. The label was not happy, but a year later, show the hook to cheat codes. They knew exactly, it, it just kind of sat around. Like we didn't know what to do with it, right. you know? And we knew it was special, but it just needed to fall into the right hands. And I was like, oh wait, what about our boys cheat codes? And they loved it and finally gave it the life that it needed. Oh, so good. I love this collab. I think you guys just sound really good together, the whole thing. So cheat codes, I'll, I'll just kind of push it over to you, whoever wants to answer. And once I figure out who the talker is, then I'll be going to you more often. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I have an idea, but I'm just going to see. Anyway, um, how do you guys decide like who you want to collab with? Because um, I know you do, you know, you've had a, a couple collabs and things that, it, like, that you've done. How do you kind of make that decision? Um, it's, go for it, Matt. Oh, I was just going to say like magic eight balls sometimes. Like just shake it, you know. See if it happens. See what you yeah. think. Yes or no, maybe. Maybe try again later. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah, honestly, we... how the music industry works. I feel like half the time. So, to be if that was the real case, I would be surprised. But I know that that's not really true. Yeah. I mean, sort of in a sense where we we wanted to do a song with Bryce for a long time. We've known him for a long time, and like I feel like we sent a couple ideas back and forth like a while ago. And when we heard this one, it just sort of clicked. And like, like I said, like, like Bryce said, we've known each other for a long time. And it's just one of those things where when we heard the song, we were like, oh, yes, finally a song that we can do with Bryce. And um, so it just felt very natural and organic and didn't feel forced at all, which is like the best way to do a song. Um, you know, but it's always different whenever we do a song. Sometimes, you know, I mean, with, with uh, Demi, when we worked with her, like, for example, like we finished the song, we were like, who would be perfect for this? Like Demi would be the one choice for us in our, in our minds if we had like a, you know, whatever we could do and and luckily she liked it and whatever so every song is different and you never know what it's going to be but uh with this one it was just like you know no-brainer we wanted to do one with Bryce forever which totally makes sense and I know that you guys have known each other for a long time so here's the question that comes up a lot and you know a lot of people on SoundCloud you know younger they're starting out their career um you know some of them just got their first you know computer and whatever you know as you can tell, I'm not a musician because, like, that's as far as I go. I'm like, they're got the computer <laughs> and whatever, um, whatever you need to make music. So here's my here's my question, and I think you guys, you know, I'm really curious to know what you think. Um, what is your best advice for a lot of these people starting and like they want to collab or they, you know, there's an artist that they want to reach out to? Obviously, not as big as like a Demi Lovato or something, but like just someone that you find that you love on, you know, maybe you found them on SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever. What is your best advice of like how to go about that and start that collab or start that outreach or how does that like do you? Does that make sense? Yeah. Or Instagram. There you go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, there's there's an example for us. Like, there's this guy named Daniel Bloom who uh, is from the UK, and like years ago, he would just send us ideas on Twitter and direct messages and be like, "Hey, just check it out, check it out, check it out." And uh, we always thought he was a great producer. He was just like, you know, just getting started. He was a young guy, and uh, he sent us this one idea that we loved, and we ended up actually finishing it together and put it out. And it's called "Who's Got Your Love," and uh, and it was a really good way for him to kind of start his career. And and he's a super super talented guy and. So you never know what could happen just by working on music and sending it around. I completely agree with that. I loved all, this is exactly the advice that I give people, but I think sometimes they need to hear it from people that are actually making music. Um, but I think it's so true. I think number one, the easiest way is to just like hit people up and share your idea. And if it's a good idea, keep, like it, it, it will grab it. Like it will, it will feel the gravitational pull will kind of come, you know? But I think the totally. biggest thing that people forget is like, that's what these, 
the fact that we have this now, you didn't have this 15 years ago where you had access to every artist. It was almost like if you weren't in the business or didn't know someone, you didn't know how to get to them. And now between, in my mind, between social media and like places like SoundCloud or YouTube or whatever, like it really allows for like a collaboration to happen, especially like, I always say like for artists, like in your hometowns, like you're just starting out, like reach out to someone else that's like in your hometown that's making music and doing the same thing, you know? Anyway. Totally. There's sort of like unlimited opportunities nowadays where you can make as many ideas as you want and send them around to as many people as you want and hit up, you know, different artists or different managers or different booking agents or different whatever, where it's like, you can, you know, everybody has an email address or a Twitter account or an Instagram account where it's like, if you just work hard enough and, you know, make as you know many different ideas as possible, then you never know what can click. For sure. Okay, I totally agree with that. And I, I think things have changed so much, but just like my other thing that I say, is just like, don't be fucking annoying. Don't hit people up a hundred times. You guys know how it goes. Like when people send you <laughs> or whatever, and they've like, it's like, you know, don't spam people. That's not how you're going to get through. Cause it happens to me all the time. So I can only imagine what happens to other people, you know? Oh. Um, look, we're on Twitch. So I have to ask this question and this could be really dumb. So do not, don't judge, but do you guys, the cheat codes, do you guys play video games? That's where the name came from. Mm -hmm. We do play video games. Is that not, not where the name, the name came, came from? from? No, but no. Kevin, you want to take that? Yeah, yeah. tell him. The name came from uh, actually my brother. My brother was playing like, they're in a big rock band back in the day and they were playing a sold out arena show. And when I was there as a kid, I asked him how he did it and he said he got the cheat code. And I, when I was telling Matt that story back in the OG days, uh, Matt's like, oh, that's the name. It should be cheat codes. And yeah, I think it's a dope name. But yeah, we also game. We're like hella good at gaming. We can work oh, do you guys have Twitch channels? Do, do any of you guys use Twitch at all? I, I, I need to get on Twitch. I, I just created a channel like a couple months ago, but I'm just, I've been practicing my gaming skills, you know? Uh, <laughs> totally every other day. Just waiting for 2021 when I come out, come out to the world as the best gamer in the world. Well, you know what? These are good things to know. We're going to be doing more with Twitch and gaming coming in 2021, by the way. So Fantastic. that's really exciting. There is just, I asked, I just had to ask when we're on Twitch and that was your name. And I was like, I don't know if you guys are, but I had to ask. Anyway, so fans, don't at me. I know it's probably an old question that you know all the answers to. I'm really sorry. Um, Bryce, I want to jump in um, and talk to you about your EP that you dropped. Problems. You know, what, like a month ago? Uh, a month I, ago i can't even keep track of time anymore i know i mean it's just like what month of quarantine was it it was like month three i, I don't know yeah anyway you have it let's just let's, let's just go with this we don't know when it came out but Bryce has an ep out called problems which i really was loving um for me i really thought like there was a nice like touch on like some mental health there and i don't know if i was picking up on something that maybe i wanted to hear um but i don't know do you want to touch on that a little bit yeah, I mean, it was kind of a chance to like deal with stuff. I mean, the whole quarantine was as shitty as it was. It was an opportunity to deal with things that I hadn't dealt with yet. And I felt like a lot of people were going through like where you're always going and going and going and then everything stops and you're forced to confront all these demons that like fly headfirst into you. So like there's a song about missing childhood, obviously, and like missing an older time period that we could all relate to. And there was like a song about how uncomfortable I felt in a very specific situation, like among people who considered themselves like elites, but like just feeling uncomfortable in a social situation and being on like mental medications, like my whole life, it's just like all grouped together. And then there's a song, the title track problems. It's literally, I wrote during the quarantine about 
how all we see outside is problems right now. It was just like a collection of songs that I knew at least my fans needed at the moment. Yeah, I felt like I maybe that's why it resonated with me. Like I just like needed it at the moment, but it was a really great EP. So if you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you do, especially if uh, if you've ever suffered with any sort of mental health. Like that's been a big I've been a big advocate of talking about mental health and really trying to destigmatize. Especially um, I've worked with a lot of artists and musicians, you know, with their anxiety and getting you know getting on stage and I've just kind of done like some anxiety coaching on my side anyway I don't know why I'm talking about all this it's all on my Instagram anyway um but there was something about your EP when it came out like I just it just I grabbed me so I wasn't sure if I was totally catching the vibe but I'm glad that I was so great great job and I think it was just so needed um for sure I want to get to you guys if you have fan questions make sure you drop them in I see a bunch of them coming in for Bryce and Chico's so I'm going to get to some of them now um you ready I'm not ready so you might be ready but I wasn't ready all right um hot you guys know again I fuck up these names all the time but this is for cheat codes from Tide Control how do you decide to give a song more of a club feel like I love it or a song like stay um it's all about what the song needs you know what I mean we don't like to force it it's always about like what the song is meant to be um, the best version it could possibly be. It's one of those things where sometimes we'll make a bunch of different versions of the same song where like, you know, we'll try a club version and we'll try like a more like pop version and we'll try like a heavy version, but it all just comes down to what sounds best and what the song, you know, needs to do, what the song needs to be, I guess. Do you ever go into the studio being like, all right, we're making a club song or, oh, we're doing a song for radio or like, do you go into it with that mentality or not usually? Typically not. No, it's more of just like, feeling the vibe like if we're, if we're writing a song from scratch and it's just a matter of like you know talking to everybody in the room and seeing what everyone's feeling and um just trying to get on the same wavelength with whoever you're working with at that time and uh building from there sometimes you already have a vocal idea and you just want to build a you know a track and sometimes you already know like oh this song is going to need to be a a club track and we, we you know what you're going for when you go into it but sometimes you experiment you know oh for sure um let me go on to another question from Esme. she asked cheat codes Will you guys do a collab with Crisscross Amsterdam again? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the song. The song needs to be fire. But we love those guys. <laughs> those, are, those are our uh, Dutch counterparts over there living their best lives on their houseboats in uh, Amsterdam. So, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love Amsterdam, you know? Yeah. yeah, they're the best. We love those guys. I love that. I had to ask. Plus, she highlighted it in purple, so it really stood out. So, you know, yeah. I felt like... I <laughs> Um, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. Um, I'm curious, like, how have you guys been? Like, um, you guys are both, you know, touring artists, artists that are usually, and I know Chico's, you guys are usually on the road of, you know, how have you been doing being, you know, not being on the road, being home? Like, it's been a completely different change of music. Um, I'm curious to hear from both of, you know, Bryce and Chico's, like, how have you guys been handling it? And what are you doing in your spare time? Bryce, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a weird transition for everybody, obviously. I mean, we're all touring musicians. It's our livelihood and it's like the primary way that we make money. So it, it felt honestly like shit this couple of months. Like I, I, I was like living in my buddy's like small little room, knowing that I would be on the road most of the time, like not even like in my own space. And I don't know, it felt, it felt very, uh, 
like we didn't have much to show for all the work and all the fun and all the touring that we had actually done. Um, so yeah, but I mean, you know, you like learn certain things about yourself, you figure it out. Like I started playing guitar again and like writing songs in just a different way and um, trying to understand like what other people were going through and like, you know, between the death and the racial injustice and like all this stuff. There's so much to talk about if you're a song, right. and, you know, it's, it's a negative and a positive. So just That's been doing cool. all what about you guys? Um, well, I got a bunch of house plants to keep me company. So. <laughs> and my question is, are they still alive? Yeah, uh, some of them uh, had some casualties. Yeah, but uh, you know. <laughs> I did the house plant thing too. I found out that that is much harder than people on Instagram make it out to be. Is what I learned. I you thought I was yeah. like, you know, living it up with all these plants. Come to find out, I killed like half of them. But, you know. Turns out you can water them too much, am I right? Turns out you can. Then I got bugged, and it turns into a whole freaking thing. I was, I had the overwatering problem because I was like trying to, you know, I did all the things. I gave them names and whatever. Then I got fucking bugs, and it turned into a thing. And now I don't know if plants are really for me. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I feel you on the plants. Uh, what about you guys? Um, I would say that it's definitely been. I mean, the, honestly, for me. Um, it's obviously been different for everybody, but for me, for the first few months, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, a nice little break, no touring. Like, because for me, I was just a little tired of just uh, all the airplanes and stuff. So <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, this is a nice little vacation from having to travel all the time. Um, and, you know, being able to work on music is awesome. You know, we haven't had that much time to really sit in the studio and really buckle down and get an album together. So that's been, that's been great. But I, I guess, like, as, like, you know, four, five, six months passed, it's sort of like, that's when I hit a wall. I was like, oh, man, I need to, like, this is crazy. I need to go out and see things and see. You're like I need a new hobby. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild now, but I'm just I'm definitely really 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 ready to go back on the road and play more shows and like never take it for granted ever again, you know. For sure. How about you, Kevin? Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Trev. Like in the beginning, I was over the flights and uh, I was excited to be off, you know, and like chill and kick it with fam. Um, but then it kind of got more intense the COVID and then um now what is it like seven months later I'm I'm ready I can't wait if they call me right now I'll go out I'll fly out the next plane ready it's been good forever you know I that's been the kind of this consensus I think from a lot of artists is you guys you know you have that down period where you're making music and then it just you're straight to the road and for a lot of people they don't realize it's like if you're doing a world tour and like you know, even if you're not playing arenas, it doesn't matter, like a world, anything, like you're looking at almost like a year and a half or two years of your life kind of dedicated to this or, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, we miss all the spring and summer festivals this year that normally put people on the road for six months and, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. I just think it's been so interesting um, hearing all of your different stories and how you've been coping because I know it's hard and it's a different life for y'all, you know? And I think a lot of you are like a lot of like a couple artists I talked to, they're like, yeah, like I, you know, I get, didn't get my own places. I'm never on the road, but like now I'm like living in my, you know, my old room, you know, like those kinds of things that like, you know, when you're totally. you know, a touring musician and maybe haven't fully made it yet and just like work, you know, working hard, it's like, you don't worry about where you stay or where your room is or that because you, you're never home, right? Like, right. That's like the deal, Bryce. It's like, you don't worry about that shit. And then all of a sudden everyone was like, pause. Yeah. It, it, it really was something none of us saw coming, you know, it, it, it was kind of nice. Like, I remember at the beginning of the quarantine, I was like, oh, wow, like, I can get a hobby, like, I can learn to cook. And then, yeah, like, about three or four months in, it's like, 
I'll go anywhere. I'll go back to Elkins, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I we I I've been to West Virginia many times. My grandfather had a hunting house there. I feel like that's what happens in West Virginia. I don't know. Um, don't at me about that, y'all. I, I have nothing to do with it. Don't at um, me. All right. I want to get into another fan question before I let you guys go, because I know we're totally over time, but I've just really enjoyed chatting with you. So just give me two more minutes, and then I'll let you guys go back to enjoying your lovely days. Uh, but I want to get to this question from your fan, Underdwellers. He said, and I he's just starting out. He says, I'm just starting out. I've started making tracks. I want your advice. Is it good to just ask event creators for a spot and have a quote, what's the worst that could happen mentality? What do you guys think? Uh, uh, is he asking about a show? Yeah, it seems like he's asking about a show. You think like, he means like DJing, like DJing yeah. or what? Yeah, said, for sure. When we did our first gigs, we were awful. So, I mean like- pull up and ask if you can get a spot yeah. on the show. Yeah, because especially, uh, you know, when the club first opens and people are, there's like, 10 people in the club and people are just coming in it's like there's literally nothing bad that could happen you know so unless, unless he's like asking for thousands and thousands of dollars and it doesn't make sense for the club promoter there's really you know what i mean there's not a lot of uh downside Bryce, what do you think um for live shows yeah you kind of yeah. just do it like if you plan on playing in front of huge crowds one day like if you see that then you you got to be worth seeing so you just like, it's just repetition. I remember the first show I ever did, I was in a punk band in high school and I was terrified. I played in the backyard. I had my hood up and I didn't look up at the crowd once. And it was only like 10 people in a backyard. But now like, it's just, you know, just repetition. And yeah, yeah. I get up there and do yeah. it. You get used to it. And the other thing I will say is you need to make friends with your local, with your local clubs and promoters. Those are the people that are going to always support you in the end of the day, especially as you're starting to break. Like that is my piece of advice It's like, yeah, hit those people up, go over there, shake hands, get to know them, go to a show that you're not playing and meet the person that's doing the bookings. Like that I think is so incredibly important, especially in your local scene. It's really hard to break out of local if you don't have your local scene down. It's really hard to get someone in another city to book you so that's my advice um i could be wrong but and not by the way they weren't asking me they were totally asking you but i gotta throw my opinion in because no you got to and that's Good. what i can do um okay <laughs> sorry one last question because i really want to get to this kid and i feel like um i just i want to ask i want to ask for him um how do you guys find your identity on stage and make your set unique from other other people's performances when things go back to normal, I want to play at a frat party and get my music po popular to that crowd. Do you guys have any advice? So basically the question is, how do you find your identity on stage? Like, right. how did you I mean, figure out? I think it kind of goes back to what Bryce was saying as far as repetition. Um, like for like for me, for example, I mean, like I, I had like stage fright for years and years and years, like my first, like for, for so long while touring. And it just took a long time to kind of like figure out what I like to do and what I like to be like on stage and how I want to interact. and getting comfortable with talking to the crowd and things like that. And uh, I mean, for Chico's, for example, it was just like, like same thing where it's like in the beginning, like Matt said, we didn't know what we were doing in the beginning. So we just kind of like went out there, figured it out. And by trial and error, you get better and better and better. And you see what the crowd reacts to, you see what you enjoy playing and you kind of, you know, find a, you know, happy medium between those things. I love that. Yeah, I, I would say if he's playing a frat party, Chico's used to play a lot of frat parties back in the day. 
these college kids, they just want to have a good time. They want to they just play some bangers, like play some party starters and then slip your music in, in between, you know what I'm saying? Like do a little sandwich for them and then they'll just be like, wow, that was tight. And then they'll think you're tight. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's, but it's so true. Give people uh, what yeah. they want and then slip it. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like that could have just gone in a totally different direction. So I stopped myself. Um, so, all right, you guys. I know I've taken up a lot of your time. I just want to say thank you all for being on today's show. Like I can't, it was just so cool to have, you know, when I saw both of your names pop up, I'm like, shit, like this is awesome. So I just want to say thank you. I know a lot of, you know, people on SoundCloud, a lot of the kids that are tuning into this show, like really look up to you guys and what you've done. So thank you to both Cheat Codes and Bryce Vine for being on today's show. Make sure you check out their new single, Stay on soundcloud follow them on instagram um is there anything else you guys want to plug or talk about or you know that i didn't mention heavy go go vote go vote we love get out there go go vote yeah. go vote november 3rd y'all i did my voting this weekend i turned in my ballot have you guys there done you it? Go. yeah i did mine today actually i got my ballot yesterday or two days ago i like it all right, you guys, thank you all so much. If you guys want to hear more, hit them up on Instagram, like I said, or their SoundCloud page. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and coming on and taking time out of your day. We appreciate you. We love you from SoundCloud and from me.